Welcome everyone, and thank you for dropping in for another episode of Choose Kindness. Kindness starts through each of us and intrinsically impacts us physically, mentally, and emotionally. These three elements work together and also independent of each other, but make up each of our overall structures. Therefore, it is important that we must ensure we choose kindness for ourselves and others through all three pieces. Today's episode is a personal one for me. Not only have I had personal run-ins with the subject of our episode today, but also have people I care for deeply that battle this darkness. This entity is one that is widely recognized, yet casts enough shadow to remain mysterious and misunderstood. It shakes the strong and clouds the most brilliant of minds. Its clutches wrap around every crevice, leaving one cold, broken, and alone. William Stern referred to it as the gray drizzle of horror. This menaces depression, and today we will look at it together. William Shakespeare penned a story in his 29th sonnet of a man on the outside looking in, feeling desperate and alone, only finding joy and fulfillment in another person, and it is read as such. When, in disgrace with fortune and men's eyes, I all alone beweep my outcast state, and trouble deaf heaven with my bootless cries, and look upon myself and curse my fate, wishing me like to one more rich in hope, featured like him, like him with friends possessed, desiring this man's art and that man's scope, with what I most enjoy, content at least. Yet in these thoughts myself, almost despising, haply I think on thee, and then my state, like to the lark at break of day arising, from sullen earth sings hymns at heaven's gate. For thy sweet love remembered such wealth brings, that then I scorn to change my state with kings. I highlight the sonnet as it speaks to several things depression inflicts on those it torments. Loneliness, feeling as if you're an outcast, hopelessness, and self-loathing. If you have battled depression and have felt any of these things or currently feel any of these things, first let me say I am so sorry. And I may not know you specifically, nor your own personal pain, but in my own battles I do understand. It is okay to not be okay. Choose kindness and clinging to the fact that you aren't alone. As we move forward, here are the structures of the episode that we will focus on. We are going to look at the pains of depression. Sometimes giving it a face helps us recognize it better as we seek healing. Then we're going to look at potential triggers that unleash the darkness and how we can either avoid or minimize. And then finally, we are going to discuss not only objective methods to heal in the present, but also cope in the future. Atticus wrote, depression is being colorblind and constantly told how colorful the world is. Depression is deeper than sadness. And I always found it interesting how sadness is often the quickest synonym referred to in conjunction with depression. Whereas being sad can be a component, it is not necessarily the case all the time. And when it is, it is only a part. Depression is often more of a numb sensation, an enshrouding hopelessness that cloaks your mind, heart, and spirit. And contrary to popular belief, it isn't a choice. Now, there are choices involved that can stem out of it. However, depression in of itself is not an individual choice, and I adjure you to take that blame off of your shoulders. I've been in communities and circles that may flinch at depression not being a choice. And from what I understand, the reasoning is that you strip someone of hope by saying that they have no choice in the matter. And I find this to be an extreme overreaction, along with an extreme overstatement. When it is said that depression isn't a choice, it isn't being said that there is no choice. There are still choices that can be made, 
and sometimes help is needed in order to reach these choices. Furthermore, conditions, disabilities, illnesses, and setbacks should never be seen as stripping anyone of hope. Does it make certain tasks or facets of life more difficult? Certainly. However, strength is built through resilience, and whatever lot or hand we are dealt helps grow us to not only be the best version of ourselves that is to come, but also help and care for others with similar struggles. This doesn't minimize the present reality of the struggle, but rather bolsters our hope in that which is to come. Touching on that further, hopelessness is another face that we must unveil with depression as we choose kindness. Hopelessness is a thief, stripping all sense of control from our hands. It sets in as depression pervades. You see, depression is greedy. It doesn't like to share, and it does everything in its power to not only be center stage, but ensure other things don't opt for its current call. After the numbness begins to chill our heart, hopelessness looks to maintain that cool environment, ensuring your mindset doesn't get above freezing. And when you strip someone of hope, help and healing grow more difficult. This may sound grim, and that's because it is. My heart is not to sugarcoat the faces of depression, but present them in our efforts to choose kindness. Whether you personally fight against it or know people that wrestle with it, it is important to unveil those faces, and in order to do so, we must know what to recognize so we can clearly see it. Choose kindness in recognizing depression for what it is, giving it its faces as you gain control back from its clutches. With these faces in mind, what are potential triggering moments that can let the darkness seep in? Depression does not always necessarily have a trigger, nor need a trigger to slowly etch away at our mental state, but it is significant to recognize general and personal events that can stir our darkness. For me, I know neglecting sleep, not taking time to read and write, overextending myself constantly, and remembering past trauma can all be things that draw out the lingering fog that sits by patiently. One thing I find interesting on a general scale is that there is no cognitive or psychological condition where sleep is not impacted or isn't a factor. Now, I'm not saying that all you need to do is sleep more and all your problems are solved just like that, but rather balanced and moderated sleep does have a significant role in not only managing current issues, but also healing for the long term. Other more general things that may trigger depressive episodes are personal and professional stress. Feelings of being on a hamster wheel, constantly pedaling your feet but going nowhere. Thinking that you're stuck in a situation with no way out. Holidays, toxic relationships, and the list goes on. Choosing kindness here, I'll warn you, is tricky and difficult. But with the right direction, it is manageable and can have fruitful results. Choose kindness in recognizing what the triggers are, determining ways to minimize or even remove them from your life, and be open and honest with those who are closest to you along the journey. And this last piece is hard. Often we can feel the need to bottle up and isolate ourselves, serving as a protection for yourself and potentially those involved. However, my friend, it isn't protection but rather sabotage. Depression wants that center stage and refuses to share it. Cling to and bring those you trust and care most for into the light, as feelings of loneliness only capitalize on depression's goals. Choose kindness in choosing community. And as we cope with our battles here, Community stifles the darkness of depression. Community brings light, and wherever light shines, the darkness will always flee. Choosing the right kinds of community can be hard, but recognize you aren't alone, and choose community in kindness. As discussed above, sleep is essential when moderated and prioritized. Now, sometimes this can be taken too far. It is a balance, and choosing kindness and balance is essential here. 
But when one balances healthy activity with restful sleep, these two serve as formidable weapons against the enemies of the mind. Professional help, such as a therapist or counselor for mental and emotional health, a pastor for spiritual needs, administrator for matters of physical activities or others that I may not have mentioned that are specifically trained to specifically help within their respective sphere of influence are all beneficial in this journey. You aren't meant to do it alone, and often these professionals can offer the appropriate guidance and second set of eyes necessary to guide your path. Choose kindness in reaching out. Choosing kindness in depression is personal. Depression always manifests as darkness and it is necessary to use kindness as your beacon to drive it away. My heart hurts for those of you that have also battled this. It hurts even more for those of you that chronically battle this. But I am crazy proud of you for being here today, and for your persistence in moving forward. And I am grateful for those that you've had in your life that have served as sons in the darkest of nights, helping you feel warmth in the midst of the deepest colds. Choose kindness in persevering, in moving forward, in trusting and believing in hope. Choose kindness with me as we grow in kindness together. Mm-hmm.